Hi there, and welcome to Proverbs 31 Wannabe, where we discuss biblical womanhood in our constantly busy and sometimes crazy daily life. I'm Alexis Heeslip, and as a wife and mother of two, I am always striving and praying to be a Proverbs 31 woman of faith. I'm really excited for today because we are going to be diving into something that I am still learning about and working on myself. Today, we are going to be talking about praying with your little ones. This is a really exciting topic for me because there is so much versatility with how we as moms can go about this important task. So let's dive on in y'all and learn about how we can pray with our littles. As a mom, we have many roles to play. And one of those roles is to be a teacher and guide for our children so they can grow up knowing and understanding the importance of living in a way that reflects the will of the Lord. Just like we love having relationships and conversations with our children, our Father in Heaven loves to do the same with all of us, even the little children. He doesn't think that conversations with children are silly or a waste of time. Indeed, it's quite the opposite. In the book of Matthew, we see just how much Jesus wants the children to come to him. If you will, please open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 19. Starting at verse 13, the Bible says, One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could lay his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. But Jesus said, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hands on their heads and blessed them before he left. You see, Jesus makes it really clear that he wants everyone in the world, including the little children, to be able to come to him for anything. What else does the Bible say about children and our duties as parents? Well, one passage that really just slapped me in the face and showed me how important my job is as a mom is Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. Turn to that passage if you have your Bible um, with you. And this powerful passage says, O my people, Listen to my instructions. Open your ears to what I am saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach your hidden lessons from our past. Stories we have heard and known. Stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to our children. So the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they, in turn, will teach their own children. So each generation should set up its hope anew on God, 
not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commandments. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. Wow! When I read this, my whole perspective changes. I don't know about you, but it seems like the culture around us seems to be saying that being a stay-at-home mom is a waste of time, that we should be more focused on a career, that there are far more important things in the world to be doing than just staying at home. Now, there's nothing wrong with women who work. There are amazing examples of women in the Bible who worked and loved the Lord. However, what is dangerous is the focus of the mothers in the world. It's so much on being a successful worker, whether it's because of a demanding job or if it's a mom who pours her energy into volunteering, that their energy isn't being placed where it's mattered and needed the most. Towards raising up their children to know the Lord, and to show them what a personal relationship with Jesus looks like. The Lord tells us throughout scripture that this is what we as parents are supposed to be doing. And one of the ways to do this is by praying with your little ones daily. Okay. So we see how scripture points us on a path of teaching our children, but how are some ways that we can teach our children how to pray? How should we pray with our little ones so that they can come to an understanding of how important it is to have a relationship with Jesus and to surrender their lives to Jesus? Those are some great questions, and I know it can feel overwhelming, but I want to offer up some ideas on how we as moms can easily integrate praying with our little ones into our day-to-day life. Just this past Sunday, my pastor reminded my church during his sermon on how prayer should look like, and I feel as if his message deeply applies to how we are to pray with our children. The first aspect of prayer that Pastor Will talked about is adoration. We should be starting off our prayers by praising the Lord. And there's a couple of ways that we can do that with our children. We can sing praise songs with our little ones throughout the day. In the car, play some songs while you're preparing dinner. Have some praise songs on. Right now, my son loves the songs from Veggie Tales. And they even have a whole worship album on Apple Music, as well as the Praise Baby collection. My daughter loves music. And this is a great way to introduce praising the Lord at a young age. Instead of listening to just Coco Melon and nursery rhymes, you can uh, try to make the focus more on the praise music. Now, there's nothing wrong with the traditional nursery rhymes, and I'm not saying to not use them in song time or during the day. But what I am saying is you can mix the praise songs in with the nursery rhymes 
and make it a daily habit of praising and adoring the Lord. And with the songs, you can do different things. You can play dress up and dance around the house to the music. You can make puppets that sing the songs with your children. You can even make a music video of your children singing their praise songs to God. There are so many fun ways to pray with your children. And these are just some of the ways, not all the ways, that we can show adoration to our Creator. The second aspect of prayer that we need to hone in on is confession. Yep, I said that word, confession. And that's a hard one. Who likes admitting the mistakes we make, let alone showing our children the mistakes we make? But it is so important that we do not skip over this step. If we just ignore confession as part of prayer time with our children, we are showing them that it doesn't really matter if we say what we do is wrong or not. And that is so, so dangerous, especially in our world where people are being told that right and wrong, eh, they're not defined in black and white anymore. Sure, you might not like that, but this other person does, and that's their truth. So that's okay. There's nothing more scary than a world where there is no absolute truth. And that's the world that we live in. And that is why I try and I struggle with confessing to God and to my children when I make mistakes. The other day, for example, I was quick to anger. My son accidentally spilled something on the floor. And instead of being calm, cool, and collected, I yelled at him. I let my initial emotions get the best of me. And I made him sad and hurt because of that. After I saw his reaction to my yelling, I took a step back and immediately just felt so ashamed. It took a little bit of time to swallow my pride. And I went to my son and I told him I was sorry for yelling at him. I yelled at him and I shouldn't have hurt his feelings. I shouldn't have done those things because it wasn't nice. And I told him that I told him that. And because I was able to ask for his forgiveness and confess my sin to him and confess my sin to God, he learned a lesson. He learned how when we make mistakes, we can choose forgiveness. When somebody hurts us, we can choose forgiveness. And after our talk, we prayed to God and we thanked him for loving us even when we make mistakes. This is just one way you can show confession to your little ones. Another way to show this aspect of prayer to your children and to pray with them through confession time is by asking them this question. Is there anything that you did today that you know isn't right. Let them know that you aren't asking this to get them in trouble. 
but that you are asking because you want to pray about it with them and maybe give them guidance um, and help them learn from their mistakes. Then you answer that same question yourself because you can show them how mommies make mistakes too. As a mom, I want to be a person that my children feel comfortable coming to when they make a mistake. And this is a great way to build this relationship of trust and then offer it up to God. You can also do different activities, especially if you have younger children like I do, to help them learn how to communicate and process their emotions. So, for example, you can take this time to um, have your little ones draw what they think it means to be sad, mad, or ask them to draw a time when they did something that was wrong and how it made someone feel. The possibilities are just endless when it comes to connecting in different ways with your children on confession and why it's important. The next aspect of prayer is thanksgiving. This step and part of prayer shows your children that it is God who gets the credit, not us. God is the one that gets the credit, not us. And because God is the force behind everything, not us, we have an obligation and a need and we should be having a desire to thank the Lord for all that we have and all the things that are given to us in our life. And what's really great about Thanksgiving is that you can use different stories in the Bible to show your little ones how people all throughout time have given thanks to God. Right now, some of my favorite um, Bible stories and some of my son's favorite Bible stories that I can think of off the top of my head are Jonah and the Whale, Daniel and the Lion's Den, and he also really loves the different tales of um, David's journey and he also really liked the story of Samson. You can use all of these stories and many more to show how we should be thanking God for all that he does for us. You can have your bedtime story be one of these Bible stories and during the story go, oh look, look how Daniel thanked God, even though he was put in the lion's den. He said, Lord, thank you for keeping me safe. These are just small ways that you can um, show thanksgiving. Um, you can also uh, ask your children this question. What is one thing that happened today that you loved? Let them talk about this. And then you can thank the Lord together for this moment in the day. And then you as a mom can do the same thing and talk to your children about what you did that day and how you are thankful to God for giving you that moment. Being thankful 
Also, I know us Americans, we celebrate Thanksgiving, and that seems to be the only time where being thankful is at the focus of many people's thoughts. But guess what? It doesn't have to be just once a year at Thanksgiving. It can and it should be a topic of conversation every single day and part of your prayer life every single day. The fourth aspect of prayer, and the one we are most familiar with, is supplication. I feel like it's so easy, though, to get into the habit of just going to prayers of supplication and not remembering to do the other aspects of prayer. That is why I feel like supplication prayers should be the last thing we do during our prayer time with our little ones. Although it is important to cry out to the Lord when we are in despair and we are desperate for his intervention, it's not supposed to be the most important and the main part of our prayer time. It is so easy for this time of prayer to be focused on the things we want when we should be praying about what we need. If we are able to show that this time for prayer is about the Lord's will and not our own, then our little ones have the opportunity to grow so deep in their relationship and have a relationship with the Lord that is just pure. One way to use supplication prayer with your children I was going to say children, and then I was going to say little ones, and that's what happened. Goodness, I'm silly. Anyway, one way to use supplication prayer with your children is to use the Lord's Prayer as a guide. The Lord's Prayer is found in Matthew chapter 6 and says, Pray like this, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us of our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. When you read this passage, you see that the prayers of supplication are not like this. Lord, I pray for a new iPhone or... Lord, I pray for a bigger Nerf gun than what my friend James has. Or, Lord, I pray for the best spot on the baseball team. You see, these are inward prayers. But what we should be doing is praying outward prayers. Prayers that the Father's will be done. That we are looking towards the kingdom. That we are forgiven of our sins. That we are forgiving those who have hurt us that we are given what we actually need, that we can forgive others. These are the things that are important, not just praying about stuff. Ways you can ignite prayers of supplication are asking your kiddos about how their friends are doing. Is there anything we need to pray for for their friends? Is there anything that you are needing help with? These are some great questions that you can use to start the conversation. Something fun to do is use a prayer board in your home 
so that you and your little ones can have a visual of all the different prayers you have. If your little ones aren't able to read and write yet, you can make drawings of your prayer requests and then put them on the prayer board. You can also use this as an opportunity to practice writing with your little ones who are preschool, kindergarten age, and have them trace the words you write for the prayer board. These are just some ideas of how you can pray prayers of supplication with your little ones and what you can do to change over time with age. I know that praying with your little ones can be challenging, especially when you are getting started. But as you heard, there are so many fun things that you can do to get your children engaged in praying. Lord, I thank you for these moms today. You are our solid rock, our Father who wants us to have a relationship with you. Lord, I confess that I use the busyness of my life as an excuse for not talking to you more. I pray that my focus can be shifted back to you. Lord, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to use this platform to share my experiences with others. It is only because of your will that I am able to do this, and I thank you and praise you for that. Lord, I pray today that our children are able to learn from us moms, to learn from our mistakes, so that they can come closer to you, to know you, and to have a relationship with you. We love you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to Proverbs 31 Wannabe. We hope you enjoyed the program. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, and check out our website at www.proverbs31wannabe.com. We would love to hear from you, especially in the comments. Please comment on our recent posts about how you pray with your little ones at home. We would love to hear different ideas about how you pray with your little ones. Be sure to come back next week as we discuss the upcoming season of Lent and how you as a family can fast. Until then, this is Alexis Heeslip, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless. Thank you.